to the Unprepared Podcast, episode 040. You're seen to chat about life, family, and of course, Humphreys and Geek. I'm your host, Sarah Jahemiak, writer, journalist, author, first solo female podcast host in the jam music scene, mom of three, wife, and total Umphreak. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. Hard to believe that this is episode number 40. That is so crazy for me to even think about saying that we're 40 episodes into this show and only 10 more until episode 50. That is so awesome. And I just want to thank everybody who has been supporting this along the way, listening, offering advice, being on the show all of it, everything. I'm so grateful for every single solitary person that has believed in this and continues to. And I'm so, so grateful for you. And yeah, this has been very awesome. And I'm so excited to see it continue to grow and just be so cool. So thank you, everybody, really. If you did not check out last week's episode, There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out. A nice recap about the band's return to Fort Wayne after 15 years and their two-night stand at the Fillmore in Detroit, Michigan. That episode also features an awesome chat with my editor, Eric, who shared his highlights from those three nights. A weekend of amazing music for sure. And if you have not listened to any of those shows, I highly suggest that you do that as well. Recently announced for the band, Cat Head Jam at the Cat Head Distillery in Jackson, Mississippi, May 31st and June 1st. Also set to appear, the Revivalists, Green Sky Bluegrass, The Whalers, Anderson East, Raylan Baxter, and many more. Weekend passes are now available at catheadjam.com, and I will link that website in the show notes so you can check it all out if you wish. All right, so let's dive into this week's show. The band made their way out west the beginning of March, seeing their first few stops at the Fox Theater in Oakland, California, the Wiltern in LA, and the M3F Festival in Phoenix, Arizona, the first festival stop for the guys this year. March 1st saw a stop at the Fox Theater in Oakland, California, The band has played at the Fox Theater a total of eight times, including this stop here. The first time the band has ever played at this venue was March 17th, 2012. This is also the only venue that Umphreys has played in the city of Oakland. This show opens with Gurgle and then heads into Resolution. This one drops into improv about five minutes in and just continues to dance along with Stasic beginning to lay a thick and creamy layer of bass beginning slightly after eight minutes in. The jam then pivoting and changing directions the last few minutes, getting all sorts of weird and leaving this one to dangle in the air before heading into Second Self. Then Believe the Lie coming up next, seeing play in 2019 again already, The first one of this year was January 11th in Richmond, Virginia. Already seeing more plays than 2018, I could definitely see this one being played at least one more time this year, and I'm personally more than okay with that. 
the beginning of or the ending of this tune is one of my favorites when Brendan and Jake just come together and play. I know I mentioned this before when I talked about the Richmond show and this song, but just watching the two of them play off each other at the end of this song is one of my favorite things to watch live, 100%. Dig a Pony by the Beatles, up next, performed a total of only eight times, including this time here, Bayless even mentioning before they start that they were going to play one that they don't play that often. The last time this one saw play was April 27, 2017 at the House of Blues in Lake Buena Vista, Florida. This one segues very nicely into the second Beatles cover of the evening, Tomorrow Never Knows, blossoming out again relatively soon, last seen recently on the last night of the three-night run in Brooklyn, this version, however, is the full song, and it is very beautiful. I was able to find a video of these two songs, um, and I will link it in the show notes because it's so awesome, and Waffle really did an awesome job with the lights for those two songs. They allow that Tomorrow Never Knows to dance around for a little bit, dabbling back with the tune of the song for a tiny little bit, but eventually move this into Miami Virtue very nicely. This song is another example of one that personally for me, I'm not a big fan of this song, although my now eight-year-old daughter was like one years old and she used to just jam so hard to this tune. But the jam that is inside of this song is always a great platform for a grand adventure. This one embarks on its journey a little after four minutes in, with Stasic leading the way down the rabbit hole with this jam, Joel coming in a few minutes later and making it a little weird, but Stasic really being the MVP in this jam for sure. They do bring this one down and get kind of dreamy at the end before very forcefully revving it up to ram it into Jajunk to close out this first set. And honestly for me, besides those Beatles covers, because... Well, I'm just a huge Beatles fan, so anytime they cover it, I absolutely love it. But this to Junk for me was a big highlight of the entire show and definitely the first set. This personal 2019 Hall of Fame contender sinks its heels deep into improv, beginning slightly after the three-minute mark, going on this grand adventure as it grows. I don't really know what it is about this jam, but I really love everything that is going on deep inside of it. This matter-of-factly marches back into the junk slightly after eight minutes. A very nice way to end this first set. Set two opens with All in Time that wastes no time at all, diving right into its jam slightly after three minutes in. This jam is another one like that to junk that ended the first set. I don't know what it is about this. Um, this one is another Hall of Fame contender for me. Love what they do with this jam. They drop into it and let it dance and have this really good time for quite a while. Starting to bring it down to earth slightly before nine and a half in. Letting it levitate before it pivots and slows. And then starts to grow some aggression and balls and really morphs into this different creature altogether. 
it does come back down again, kind of confused in a way, before getting its footing, leaving that all in time, and going into wife soup. Bayless and Chris dancing the last few minutes of this jam around very seductively, but then it blossoms open and just radiates all out to go into the big ending of that song, Goosebumps, every single time. And I'm totally feeling Bayless when he mentions the next song is in honor of spring because it's cold as fuck where he lives in Chicago. It's also cold as fuck in Buffalo where I am. Currently, as I'm recording this, it is 12 degrees outside and yeah, I'm just sick of it. So ready for some warmer weather and I'm sure anybody that lives in any of those cold places that is listening totally understands. Anyway, they head into Ocean Billy. This version that we learn later on will become a sandwich. This one begins to settle into the jam slightly after six minutes in. Stasic getting really funky a minute later. And then we hear Joel peeking through for a little bit. This jam is really a lot of fun. It changes directions, growing with some more aggression and nerve, but... That does not stick around for very long, going back into that jam that we just saw for a little bit. It comes down to cool and rotate, and I for sure knew that we were going into something different at this point, but I couldn't quite figure out what direction they were going. And honestly, completely surprised me with going into Maybe Someday. But again, they're showing what they can do with this song, how it you know, can fit here and do this. And, you know, so it's very interesting to see them play with this song more and more. Um, This one, they just jam it for a few minutes before heading back into the song. And then after the ending, they let it linger to move back into Ocean Billy to close out that sandwich. Good Times, Bad Times by Zeppelin coming up next. Another Zeppelin cover and... I won't say again what I have said many times with all of these Zeppelin covers other than I really, really, really hope that we're going to get a stairway to heaven at Red Rocks. And I won't even go into that again because I think I mentioned it at least once a show, you know, a podcast episode on top of, you know, talking about the whole Jason Bonham set It's just going to be absolutely amazing. Um, Good Times, Bad Times has been covered a total of three times, including this time here. The other two times were in 2018, October 13th and October 14th, or excuse me, August 24th, um, which was at Lock-In Festival with Jason Bonham. And I will link that in the show notes as well. And the episode where I talk about that too. That set was just absolutely killer. And even just their lock and set without Jason Bonham was absolutely amazing. Um, You're definitely going to want to check that out if you have not. Every time, I'm telling you, every time they play Zeppelin, it gets me more and more excited for this Red Rocks trip. And there's still time. You know, there's still plenty of shows for them to bust out more things. And I'm super excited to see what we're going to get in the next couple of months as they prepare for that. Women, Wine, and Song, another one that has been just expanding in new ways recently. 
Jake and Joel take this one and make it all kinds of sexy and seductive and dirty throughout the jam, bringing it down at the end to march back into the big dramatic ending of All in Time to close out the second set. Encore, one song, Puppet String, I have mentioned several times in the past and recently in the episode where I recapped the Brooklyn show, I talked about my feelings for this song. This is a great one in the encore spot and this one is no exception. This one digging its heels in its jam about four and a half in, Stasic again standing out in this jam as it continues on slowly heading itself back into puppet string a few minutes later and then the full force going into the ending and I will say it again Bayless lyrics at the end of this are everything I mean oh just it gets my heart every single time especially the are you prepared for what comes next line I just love that line so much um and this puppet string closes out the show in Oakland March 2nd found the band at the Wiltern in Los Angeles, California, a venue that they have played a total of six shows at, including this one here. Their first appearance at the Wiltern was March 15th, 2014. The band has played the city of L.A. nine times, however, making their first trip out there on December 9th, 2005 at the El Rey Theater. This show opens with Plunger that finds its groove in its jam a little after eight minutes in, and it blossoms open and reveals this dance party a little while later until it pivots toward the end of the jam and heads a different direction, more aggression in, but does not stick around there very long, letting it drift off at the end and floating into Wallet's Worth. Very Floyd sounding with the segue here and like the pulsing in the beginning of this song to begin. But this Wallet's Worth is small, coming in at a little over five minutes, five and a half minutes. That's it. Half Delayed coming up next and Night Nurse after that. And I have a personal place in my heart for this song. I know I mentioned this during the last episode because they did that Day Nurse into Night Nurse. So... I will definitely not go on that rant again, but deep inside this Night Nurse Jam is everything I love about this song. Starts out as this dance party, then begins to transition and gets seductive, eventually revealing this beautiful and inspiring jam. And from about seven minutes into it, is where it just opens up and continues to reveal more and more layers of this jam. And they build it way, way up before it spills out and over, dancing out and eventually moving into White Man's Moccasins. I just love that jam. That Night Nurse is a highlight for me for this show. And I feel like every time Night Nurse is played in a show, that's it's usually a highlight for me. This jam is is really great and I highly recommend you at least listen to that but should listen to all these shows anyways <laughs> so they move that into white man's moccasins blue echo after that the jam in there starts to get ready to launch a little after four minutes in this dances along for a few minutes before it really breaks through about seven minutes in 
and it changes gears a few minutes later. Stasic, again, being the main man around this part of the jam as it continues to gain more maturity in itself, gaining more aggression and motivation to take this song out, seeming as though it may continue along that path, but instead jumps right into No Diablo. This one last played at Holidays this past year on December 14th. And at the end, Bayless calling out the guy who was headbanging to that song. I would love to have seen that. I just love watching people so into the songs at the shows. It's like one of my favorite things to watch. The song that Bayless always affectionately refers to as a love song, Wizard Burial Ground, coming out next to close out the first set. Set two opens with preamble into Mantis that decides right from the beginning of its jam, about seven minutes in, that it's going to just dance along, continuing down this just very happy and content path. Also, I've been trying to place what Stasic is playing about the 12 minute mark. I have heard this jam from them before. I know it. Please someone tell me is it just something that we're seeing coming back again or is it a tease from another song there wasn't anything that was mentioned on all things umphreys if you know please reach out to the show and let me know because it's really been kind of bothering me trying to place it this jam just continues on until they begin to trickle this down to whimsically move into the second half of mantis Love when they keep it all together like that. I'm not quite sure the ratio of how often that happens, but I do like it when we get a standalone Mantis. Looks coming up next with Nate Worth from Ghost Note, who opened for them. He was on percussion. I will admit that I selfishly have been loving when they bring someone out to play with Andy because then they always allow a little bit more time to have the percussion playing and getting some highlights. I have been all about what Chris and Andy have been up to lately. I've mentioned it a bunch of times in episodes in the past and by adding someone in there that positively contributes to what they have going on it just makes everything back there so much better. Also loving how they are expanding um, this song more and more. That first started for this song, I believe, August 25th in Louisville, being the first expansion that we are seeing of that song. I will link that in the show notes as well. This version coming in at slightly over 11 minutes, showing how it's continuing to grow. I'm excited to see this one mature more in 2019 and beyond. Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai coming up next. First time played was night three of the New Year's Eve run. That version on December 30th also featured Jeff Coffin on saxophone and Corey Wong on guitar with Jake going to play with Joel on the keys. I honestly feel like this cover is so much better with the saxophone, but of course they had to try it out live like this without it to see what the difference in the sound was like. Hopefully the next time that we see this, there will be a saxophone or other horns involved. I just think it rounds out the sound so much more. 1348 with the jam taking flight slightly after five minutes in and just 
taking right off but this jam does not continue to venture it does rein itself in and calms down leaving at 1348 behind and instead dancing into out of order that hangs out for a couple of minutes before deciding at the end to transition into a very fatty Ringo. I love how fun this jam is. I haven't seen any video of this and there was not a live stream of these shows, but you can tell how much fun they were having with this jam and really this whole Ringo. This jam switches gears and begins to get this ominous aura around it slightly after six minutes in that begins to build this intensity to it and we see Ringo beginning to peak out slightly before nine and a half minutes and then going back into the song to close out the second set. Encore was Triangle Tear. I think a very interesting encore choice but it kind of makes sense considering that they don't play LA very often or you know the west coast in particular and this being a new song you know so of course wanting to get it in there but it's just a very interesting encore choice to see it placed in there this song segues into the ending of 1348 to close out the whole show March 3rd, the band saw their very first festival appearance for 2019 at the M3F Festival, also known as the McDowell Mountain Music Festival in Phoenix, Arizona, a 100% not-for-profit music festival at Margaret T. Hans Park in downtown Phoenix. This festival that started in 2004, all the proceeds benefit local not-for-profit organizations. Umphreys has played at this same park and festival back on March 24th, 2013. This one-set show is a lot of fun, I think. It opens with attachments that does see a nice expansion with the jam at the end of it. That moves nicely into Speak Up. Then the silent type coming up next that ventures off into its jam slightly after only three minutes in. I personally really enjoy all of the jams in this set. I did read that some people felt that this was a quote-unquote typical festival set and yeah it was um, and I can totally see that point of view for sure but they definitely had a good time with these jams. I mean in my opinion I feel like they had a perfect choice of songs for a festival setting where a lot of people may not know who they are or be super familiar with their songs. So I think their song choices and the way that they jammed them out was really, really good for this. Um, the set concludes with Day Nurse, August, Daffodils, originally done by Mark Ronson, last played this past October 15th. I really enjoy when they do that song. I feel it's a really good cover for them. Glory with a really beautiful little intro by Jake and then Bad Friday and 40s theme to close out this little festival set. Before we end this week's episode, we of course have to mention that the 2018 Hall of Fame voting is now open. I am personally still working on my list. This has been very hard for me to go through. 2018 was a pretty stellar year for Umphreys. And if you've not casted your vote yet, you absolutely should. I threw the link where you can have your voice heard in the show notes. 
voting ends Tuesday, March 19th, which is a week from this episode's airing. So don't sleep on this if you still need to get your votes in. Like I said, I am still refining my final list. I'm about halfway done with what I'm choosing. And before um, I cast my vote, I will be sharing my list in next week's episode. And if you'd like, please share your lists, email the show, and let me know what you picked. I'm very interested in seeing what everybody else thought were Hall of Fame worthy for 2018. So that's all I have for this episode of the pod. Anything that I reference throughout the show can be found in the show notes, as well as the set list for the shows discussed and where you can listen to them. I would love for you to also check out the show's website. That information is in the show notes as well. There's a blog on the site, advertising information, where you can find any info about upcoming meetups, and one convenient place where you can find all of the podcast episodes. Any questions or comments about anything talked about in this show, please feel free to reach out. I love hearing from you guys and learning anything new about Umphreys or even podcasting. I'm still new to this and learning as I go, so always looking for advice or pointers and tips. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Much obliged.